0: A new bipartisan caucus in the House has dedicated itself to supporting the sixth and newest armed service, the U.S. Space Force. Joining me with some of the issues the caucus plans to work on, caucus member and Texas Republican Brian Babin. Representative Babin, good to have you on.
1: Great to be with you, Tom.
0: And you've got both Democrats and Republicans, so there's bipartisan support in seeing that this whole space force gets launched out of its infancy in the right way?
1: Absolutely. We have, uh, I think we're currently at about 20 members made up of both sides of the aisle pretty evenly too, Republicans and Democrats.
0: And just review for us what powers a caucus has and does not have relative to say a committee.
1: Sure. Simply put, the Space Force Caucus is is a group of members of the House of Representatives. And we all share in the recognition that space is becoming increasingly contested congested and competitive, if I could say it like that, and who also understand the importance of recognizing that space is now a warfighting domain. It's lamentable that it has become a warfighting domain, but our adversaries have pushed militarism into that domain, and we have to keep up with that. In recent years, the behavior of our near-peer adversaries like China and Russia have caused the Trump administration and Congress to create the six And newest branch of the military, the United States Space Force. And our goal with this caucus is to advocate for this new branch and to educate the rest of our colleagues on its significance and its importance, especially if America is going to continue to lead in space in the future. And that's it.
0: And do you have also cross-membership or good relations, at least, with the Armed Services Committee?
1: Absolutely, we do. We work with a lot of armed services members. In fact, I would say that most of the members of this caucus are from House Armed Services. And as I said earlier, we have our 20 members, about 20 members, made up of both Republicans and Democrats. And these include not only myself, but Democrat Representative Kendra Horn from Oklahoma, Jason Crow from Colorado. Charlie Crist from Florida, among many others. And since being elected to Congress, I've served on the House Space and Aeronautics Subcommittee as the chairman and currently the ranking member there at that uh, subcommittee. And while Democrats and Republicans certainly have our differences, uh, I've noticed that space seems to be one of those rare policy areas in Congress where, thank god the Lord. that We have ample opportunities to push our country forward together. Quite frankly, we work pretty bipartisanly here. And we're inter- interacting with the Armed Services uh, Committee. I think that's what your question was. And the, the overwhelming majority, I think I might have said this, of the Space Force Caucus uh, membership serves on that committee, House Armed Services. I don't. As I mentioned, I'm on the Science, Space, and Technology Committee. And I also serve on the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. And one of the benefits to a caucus, Tom, is that it is not an official affiliate of the committees, giving us a little more latitude to pursue the specific targeted priorities that uh, we're all interested in. And that being said, I look forward to working with Hask or any other committee for that matter, and other caucuses as well, uh, as these opportunities may arise.
0: And of course, with members from Texas, Florida, Colorado, as you mentioned, a lot of you are in the space neighborhood already, so to speak.
1: No question about it. I'm sitting here in Houston today. I just got through meeting with General Jay Raymond, who is the new chief, uh, four-star general, uh, who is in charge of the uh, Space Force. Uh, I had breakfast with him this morning, and, of course, I also represent Johnson Space Center. And very, very familiar in my capacity as the former chairman of the House Subcommittee on Space and Aeronautics, and now the ranking member to meet a lot of our space uh, people from uh, commercial side and industry. And uh, I think we certainly looking forward to working together with our with our folks on the uh, military side at House Armed Services to make things uh, happen and get the word out on how valuable and how necessary this space force is.
0: We're speaking with Texas Congressman Brian Babin, a member of the House Space Force Caucus. And what are the priorities that you see for the Space Force? It's been around, I guess, maybe a year or so now. And what are you hoping for it at this point?
1: Well, in setting up the Space Force. General Raymond and his leadership team are doing something that have not been done since 1947 when uh, they created the United States Air Force uh, from the United States Army Air Corps. Uh, and General Raymond has an incredibly unique opportunity to try something that their sister services are simply not positioned to do, or they're too bloated by years of bureaucratic growth to do. And it's my goal that this new branch does not lose that agility. And General Raymond this very morning at breakfast told us that he was trying them on purpose, purposefully wanting to keep the space Force small, agile, and quick He said that the Space Force has to move in a rapid manner, and having too much bureaucracy is something that would be contrary to what he has in mind for the Space Force. And uh, we're hoping that this branch does not lose that agility that he's asking for and looking for. And over the last couple of decades... We've seen a very rapidly increasing confluence between commercial, civil, and defense space efforts, uh, especially when it comes to technology application. And one topic that I'm very interested in is exploring how our newest military branch the Space Force can build upon this uh, confluence to enable a more agile and hopefully cheaper acquisition process that is not getting bogged down and uh, running over, uh, you know, some of, the, uh, some of the sums that we would not ordinarily do if they were more agile.
0: Yeah, you kind of beat me to the next question, and that, that is on the non-military space side, NASA. Of course, they are fully now into a new age of using commercial outfits for launch and many other things, even research and so on. Do you envision that perhaps for the Space Force? where instead of acquiring a lot of infrastructure, it could use the commercial capabilities that seem to grow almost day by day.
1: I think that is exactly a goal. Uh, General Raymond did not mention that today, but I can tell you that I think uh, having commercial space companies and that in the industry on the commercial side is something that could save so much taxpayer money. And we've used it in other branches of the service, made excellent use there. Uh, so I think that uh, this is definitely going to be one of the goals of uh, General Raymond and our in our Space Force caucus.
0: Got it. And I guess too, it's probably important to keep an eye on the rest of the military, the Joint Chiefs, and so forth, because sometimes a new force like that can get a little bit lost in the shuffle.
1: That's exactly right. If you know anything about the about the history of our Air our Army Air Corps, there were so, there were several generals in in, in history that actually had their careers ruined and lost their careers because they advocated so much and they they had the vision to see just exactly what aircraft could bring to the warfighting domain and you know all happened so frequently much of the leadership back in those days uh, just couldn't see that and uh, simply thought it was just a quirk that, a, that an airplane that could fly maybe 30 miles an hour and and maybe only a uh, half a mile at, at some point in the back back in its development and they just couldn't see that. And we want to make sure that this doesn't happen here. Uh, I think General Raymond has a great idea. He's working very, very uh, diligently with the rest of his counterparts. And I'm I'm looking forward to some really good developments that are going to keep Americans safe and keep our communications. You know, space is so important to everything we do today. Uh, And guarding our satellites, our constellations, and making sure that we're, we don't have uh, surprise attacks. Our adversaries have uh, technology that uh, is capable of, of taking down our satellites, and uh, uh, we want to be able to, to react quickly and firmly. And this is uh, something that we want to uh, make sure that uh, it does happen.
0: Texas Congressman Brian Babin is a member of the House Space Force Caucus. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Tom. Looking forward to, to the future. I think it's very bright.
0: We'll post this interview at slash federal drive. Subscribe to the federal drive at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Grab a 30 day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.